This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey everyone, this episode brought to you once again by our friends at Man Can. That's right, if you shave your legs and complain about ill-fitting Lycra, you might just need to up your man game a bit. Man Can is here to help brewery in your refrigerator. Wow, that's a really sensitive mic. Just purchase, fill, and pump. <laughs> And Brewery Fresh Joy will be there for all your days and nights. Man Can. Click on the link at packfiller.com. Buy a Man Can and you won't have to, sh- you know, grow hair on your legs. Uh, we are also sponsored by The Feed, food for athletes. Get on to Packfiller. Click on the link for up to 20% off of your favorite fuel items. I think it's only this week only, so you better listen to the show soon and get it because 20% off is a pretty good deal. Do it. Thefeed.com. Fuel for athletes. Shall we start? Let's do it. Back up. My my assistant is is telling me to back up. Don't can, ruin it. Don't say I your can, name. Don't say your name though. I can totally hear it on your close. Can you? Yeah. On my p- close. Yeah. P- 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 it's really busy, isn't it? Yeah. It's a, it's a t- these are these are new mics. new new mics. New. See, it keeps rattling like that. Why yeah. is it just me? I, it just seems like you're a little hot. I mean, like, can you turn your mic way down? Thank you. You just called me hot. Wow. Hey, you guys, welcome to the podcast that promises nothing for 2017 other than snark and occasional delays between episodes. You ready for this, you guys? In the Pack Filler Studios, I'm Pat Bulger, and get ready for this. I'm Mark Hudson. You guys, the great one's back. Oh, the good one. Mr. Mark didn't bring chocolate. Hodson is in the studios for me here today. Well, yeah, they were chocolates that were given to my wife, so <laughs> I shall deliver them as promised somewhere. Yeah, yeah. We, sh- You guys, I'll, I'll tell you the quick Reader's Digest version of the story. Mark, Mark sent me a loving note today. <laughs> 
Hey, sweetie. No, was it sweetie or was it honey? I think it was honey. Yeah. Honey, um, bought chocolate. Do you want it? Or something like that. No, we had a gift that was chocolate. And my wife's gone on a new diet. And so I'm like, do you want me to bring this home? Oh, so, so you were saying that for her own good, more or less, because you didn't know if she wanted to I didn't want to, to sabotage be... her. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was why like, I did I'm like, we got this gift. I know it's chocolate. Do you want me to bring it home? She said, <laughs> gift certificate? Yes. Box of chocolates? No. No. Okay. And if, I, if I'm if i not looking at you occasionally, it's because we... I. I the studio keeps moving around this house. Yeah, it does. And we're finally, I think, in maybe our best digs yet. Yeah, this is this is solid. And so I'm I'm looking away from you because I have these new mics and I also have volume levels I'd like to adjust to make sure I don't have to spend my entire life in post changing, editing, tweaking, or just throwing it away. Like that one podcast we did a long time ago with the beer guys. Remember that one? That was a good one. Who were they? <laughs> <laughs> I don't recall. It was a two-part episode, and the first one was, I lost it. I don't know where it went. That'll happen. It it had nothing to do with post. I think I hit record, but then I think I recorded over it with the second half. It was, we were great. (laughs) We can't mention it because you'll you'll find out. We were great. Yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Shit, man. Uh, yeah. For those you guys know who you know who keep up with the show, you know that Mark's a regular uh, feature. Well, at least he was. And uh, we go through these dry spells. Correct. Three, six, nine months at a time. It can happen. It could what, happen to anybody. Well, what the hell happened? What's been going on with you, man? <laughs> Not much. I mean, when's the last show we did? Oh, shit. would have been after the half, though. It would have been about six months ago. You going to make me look it up? Yeah, I think so. It would have okay. been... Six months? Is that about right? Uh, Maybe five? Five months? My computer's slow. That's it, weird. I would say at least... Uh, say at least five. Three to five months. Okay, there's that. Uh, August 5th. Yeah, okay. Five yeah. months. Yeah. So it's yeah. been a while. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> so um, any worthwhile... Actually, first of all, I assume your holidays went well. Chocolate yeah. free though. Uh no, chocolate full. We had no. oh no, we have we have it's you've been to our house. It's like someone threw no. Christmas. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. I mean it's insane. And in fact, here's the thing. Like my wife will do a bowl of chocolate, like on the table for the entirety of Christmas of Reese's peanut butter cups and Rolos. Now oh, you can buy the holiday things and it comes in green, red, and gold, but she doesn't like the green. So she picks the green out. And so Wait. we have red and green Rolos on our table in this big but, crystal bowl for the entirety of the Christmas season. So why doesn't she like them? Because of the color? or Does because not of, like the color. I was going to say, they, because they don't taste different. They it's like the right and left Twix thing. They, they taste the same. It's got to be just red and green, not red and green and gold. Well, it's, yeah, it's got, well, it's just red and gold, not red and green. Well, red and green are Christmas, though. Not in our house, no. Oh, man. There's a lot of changes so, coming down the pike. I mean, as you've seen with the politics, I mean, there's been, there's been a lot of changes in the law, a lot of things going to oh, huge changes. <laughs> uh, sometimes I really wish we were political, but it, oh, I it's know. probably better. I did. But we stay out of jail if we're not. Yeah. It's awesome. Fuck. I did, I did set a little bit right after the election happened. I did say a little bit on that episode there, but um, I don't think I was specific. Yeah, there's only so much you can say at this point other than let's hope for the best yeah. and we'll move on. Um, hopefully I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah. Holidays. Uh, anything memorable? Anything cool? Anything worthwhile? It, I guess in relation to what we do here. 
Um, no, unless you call <laughs> coffee. Um, I bought a new, my wife got me a new coffee maker. And, uh, so it's like the okay. kind that you get at Costco where you, you, it does a single serving. So it's all digital and it'll do whatever you want it to do. You're a Keurig guy now? No. no okay. Keurig is bad for the environment. Okay. So, so I would never I was, use a Keurig. I was worried about that. There. No, I would okay. never use a Keurig for that reason. I've used a Keurig. Sorry, sorry, Earth. Sorry, God. But I've used a Keurig, and I thought, wow, this is really convenient. You just slamp it in, and then, then you're done. Yeah, it's... but you got that little plastic cup every Correct. time. And and for the fuckers who's about to say, but they're the reusable filters. It's like, bullshit. Have Come you on. ever tried to use a reusable no. filter in a Keurig? I have. Disaster. Are they a disaster? It's a pain in the ass. Because oh, okay. you spoon in your grounds for one cup of coffee. Like an Super espresso fun. machine, basically. Well, but way worse. Okay. So this one will make espresso, make everything, and you just put the coffee beans... And your thing oh. grinds them, does everything, and then it shoots a little packet of just beans, ground beans, into a waste disposal, and you dump it out like anything. So you don't clean a filter, you don't do anything. You just you say, "I would like a shot of espresso." It, I would like five ounces of coffee. What? I would like five ounces of decaf. No, it it's true. I can't. Well, it, the demon talk, your, your witchcraft. What is this? Can you name drop? You I don't have to. Can't because, because like I looked at it this morning and I'm actually going. You're going to ask me, you know, what it is. What the fuck it but is. no, it's awesome, and it'll even it'll froth milk. Not well, but it froths yeah. milk, and I mean, it's the real deal. And it's got a reservoir for water, so you just dump it in a little water, and it's awesome. And it grinds it. Grinds it. Okay, I bought the uh... grinds it and shoots it into the waste disposal. So you don't even you don't even like clean out a filter. This is sorcery. It is. It is absolute sorcery. I fell victim to that. This is nothing to do with cycling, but yeah. um, I fell victim to the not the uh, uh, the ninja coffee bar thing. I don't it's know basically that is. a glorified drip coffee maker. Oh, okay. But you can make it at different intensities. You know, over ice, over, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. They they claim it's an espresso style. It's not even close. But you're, I'm a coffee snob. But you're but, a coffee snob, yeah. right? So you understand this concept. You're one of the yeah. few people that'll understand. And we'll move on. I promise, guys. We'll move on. We have better stuff to talk about. But you understand that when you brew a pot of coffee. So if I'm going to brew a twelve or a ten cup pot of coffee, yeah, and I take. And I'm, oh, I want my cup of coffee right now because I got a pause and serve. And I take the first two cups out. You've ruined the pot I've of ruined coffee. It. And yeah, I always yeah. called that robbing the pot. You have. Correct? Yeah. yeah. You're stealing the most flavorful part of the pot. And then the rest of the pot doesn't blend. And yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's like getting half of, it's like reusing grounds yeah. at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, correct? yeah, yeah. So you understand why you don't rob the pot. No. You wait till it brews all the way. But with this coffee machine, the first cup you get, it feels like, you, it tastes like you rob the pot every time. Which is the best cup even of coffee. If, but even if you're making a full pot? You can't make a full pot. You can only make 10 ounces at a time. That's the only da- downside. But it takes like 30 seconds to make 10 ounces of coffee. Really? Yeah. It's really quick. And you don't know the name? I could look it up. I don't know. Thanks for your endorsement, Mark. It's I really awesome. appreciate it. awesome. I mean... You, you've brought me nothing. I'm sorry, but it is lovely, and it is at We have wasted... The first nine minutes of the show, getting excited about something and then not finding out I'll what it is. I'll take a picture of it. No, it's just fucking no. It's ah. over. It's over. The ship has sailed, man. Yeah, I I fuck, so. Thank God we don't have five months till the next podcast. Man, okay. Um, it's, shit, I haven't talked about my holidays either. Yeah, I, I didn't ask. I overdid it. Yeah, did you? Yeah. What did you do? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say this right now mm-hmm. on this podcast. I, I think I drank too much over the holidays. Not like 
hammered every night kind of a thing. But, oh God, am I getting that old? You actually mentioned to me earlier that we are having a nice Guinness here, which is very delicious. But you mentioned to me earlier that you're thinking about cutting back because it makes your stomach upset. Are we getting to that age where it's like, I can't drink anymore, does it? It makes me feel bad. I think so, for me anyway, <laughs> because uh, I had some gastritis last year uh, would have been late summer or whatever and i actually cut out all alcohol and coffee God and uh, it went away and now i can feel it coming back a little bit so you know that's really yeah so that's just uh i'm hoping it's gastritis and not a tumor of some sort but if it's a deadly tumor <laughs> i shouldn't laugh but, <laughs> but yeah that's the whole thing it's like i don't know what it is it reminds me of kindergarten cop or something it's it, not a tumor but it's not I mean, it's not bad but it was like oh, i had some slight pain and then i cut everything out and i you know took like prilosec for a couple of weeks yeah. and all went away and then i thought oh okay cool and i went back to my old ways and now it's coming back i'm like well i just that's stupid i just think it was maybe you know hey i'm with my family and what better way to to get through the holidays than than to numb it <laughs> maybe a little <laughs> bit yeah and so i've 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 pr- I I bet I've gained weight. Well, I know I've gained weight even since Leadville. I've been on I haven't really been doing much since then. I've been pretty slack, you know, especially after the bee incident, you know, when I swallowed a bee and got stung in the throat. Oh. Well, you you weren't here for that. Yeah, it was my one of my first rides after Leadville. I was coming home and a bee flew into my mouth, stung me in the back of the throat, and my throat closed up. It started closing up. Yeah. What what does one do in that situation? Um, one calls one's wife and asks her to come tell me to the hospital. What the hospital do? Donald? She said that's what I was sounding like. Yeah. though. it's just like I'm standing there at the car. You know, my listeners have all gone fuck, Pat. We've heard this, but um, they're all. I'm standing there at the counter. It's like yeah. I'd like to be admitted to be stung in the throat. I don't normally sound like this. <laughs> they're like, oh shit. Okay, we'll get you back here. Yeah. So they shot me full of stuff. And now I got I, two epipens, by the way, that are still going to the highest bidder. If anybody wants one. Well, they they are a bargain. Yeah. <laughs> they are a bargain. I got two of them though. My my insurance plan took care of me, man. I got two of them, and they're like eleven bucks each. Oh really? Yeah. Well, I'll take care of you, baby. Yeah. Insurance is not my favorite right now. No, but um, other than that, you know, I really yesterday we're recording this on. Is it the second? Second. Yeah, it's the second. Mm-hmm. Um, yesterday, usually I make a big point to go out and ride no matter what, but yeah. we got like seven inches of snow up here yesterday. I didn't go out. I hopped on the trainer for about an hour, mm-hmm. but um, other than that, I have been uh, pretty damn useless, and I guess that's what you know brings us to where we're going. I did, over my Christmas break, uh, get this room kind of redone, brought oh, yeah. everything up here. The old studio spaces are now two completely different things. The one downstairs, which you laughed at because it had a broken window, um, is really cold right now. I'll bet. So it's a perfect place to work on bikes and skis. So that's basically what that is. Sure. And uh, my drums are down there. So, you know, if I want to go lay down some mad beats, you know, I go down there. That'll happen. And the the, the old room we used to use is now, um, I've got um, treadmill in there, stationary bike in there. I've got uh, a nice flat screen, 40-some inch on the wall, hooked up to my laptop so I can Zwift. You're on Zwift. I am on Zwift. I was going to ask you about that. Okay, yeah. we, we okay, we'll have to talk about that. Um and 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 all that kind of stuff. So it's great. It's I mean, plus the quality of this picture because I bought this funky little like $20 adapter to go from my laptop to the TV and Zwift is in 
perfect high resolution. Really? Oh my God. How does it do it's it? Awesome. How do you do it? Is it HDMI or yeah. what? Yeah. You go from... Do you run a cord? Yeah. But I've got it just on a table right below this TV, right next to the uh, treadmill. My wife runs in there, so uh -huh. she'll she'll treadmill. She'll watch. You know, we can and the TV now. The TVs are now internet access, so we can watch Netflix. We can watch Hulu. We can watch over the air HD channels that because we don't we only have so many cable cable boxes. Yeah. This and this is my first world problem. Yeah, here. no kidding. Uh, fuck, we don't have enough cable boxes, but um, we can do all that in there, and it's great. That's awesome. Yeah. So I just shut the vent. Heater vent, got some weights in there, got my fitball, doing that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And how's the uh, um, now? Do you use a power meter for Zwift? I use a um, uh, Wahoo trainer, smart uh -huh. trainer. Kicker. Oh, okay. It's it's the kicker, but it's not the one where you actually take your wheel off. It's it's uh -huh. like a classic trainer, but it's got Bluetooth and ANT plus, or however you pronounce that, and so I can connect straight to Zwift there, and it will wirelessly increase the settings, release the settings, make it harder, easier. Really? Oh, fuck. You climb the mountain in Zwift, and it is... it's You're shifting. It's a 30 to 45-minute climb. Wow. And you, I'm, I've never been a guy to get out of the saddle on a trainer. Yeah. I am now. I have to. See, I get out of the saddle on the trainer just to, like, rest parts. Rest your boys. Yeah, yeah rest parts. Yeah, That's yeah. why I get out of the saddle on the trainer. The perineum. The perineum. 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 Yeah. It's not a massage. It's... It's numb. It is. Oh, fuck. And that, it always hits me this time of year. Yeah. So, um, and I didn't get any gifts. I didn't get any cycling related gifts. I'm really bummed. I know I'm getting old because I was excited for the fact that I got like 10 pair of socks. That was a highlight. You mentioned when you came in and I told you not to tell me. Uh huh. You got a bike. I did. What'd you get? It's a Trek Madone. Um, fuck you no way well it's last year's so it's not the new one oh but wait never for mind wait i for take it. it back here's the kicker oh, it even has vapor light paint i bought it yesterday pulled what the, the trigger on vapor it light paint it's so light it's five grams for the entire frame <laughs> some guy was selling it so i i the paint well, this is some guy was selling it this is some, some guy in a corner eBay. with a long coat oh eBay. okay yeah i bought it off ebay fully built just no no just the frame just the frame so i got the frame for uh, 1200 Holy shit. Yeah, with Vaporlight paint. So, I mean, not that I even knew what Vaporlight paint was. Roger, I never did. Roger I, put, I, up drink. Roger put me onto it. And he's it. like, this is a cool frame. And I looked at it. It's so pretty. I mean, you know, I've looked at, I looked at other frames. I looked at Pinarello's. I looked yeah. at everything. I'm like, well, because I've, I've got some, uh, some more DI2 coming in too. So I can build it up with DI2, the big stuff. Oh, fuck. And so, um, yeah, we're, it's going to be a Trek Madone with DI2. What color? Black on black. Oh. It's so pretty. Nice. Yeah, it's really pretty bike. I mean, it's cool. And and like the five grams, it's so funny for the vapor light paint because I'm, I'm laughing. <laughs> I mean, I even, Roger and I were talking about it and I just went, uh, yeah, that's yeah. really not a seller. Yeah, um, you know, exactly. if I want to lose five grams, I'll, I don't know, work out. It's not even a gel. Yeah. I mean, but, but I'll work out. Like the problem is not trying to take weight off the bike. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the issue i mean i think we we talked about it like with the the ultegra i bought ultegra wheels and not yeah. durace wheels because durace wheels were very expensive and so I, I bought the ultegra wheels with a high flange so they're still a little arrow and stuff they're just training wheels and so uh i bought those and he's like i'm like i'd be buying durace for the weight yeah i can lose a lot of weight yeah <laughs> you know? yeah so I mean, that was... Well, that... you want the lighter bike, though. I mean, as Jacques Anquetil himself used to do, at the base of a climb, he would take the bottle out of his cage and put it in his jersey. 
Naturally. Because you want a lighter bike than a lighter person. Uh huh. I don't know if it worked, but it, I just thought it was cool. I read about that in the book. Five tours, though. Yeah, it worked for him. Not consecutive, but five tours. I, I think he had five tours, but not He did have five tours. Right? Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. No, uh, no. Indran was the first one to win them consecutively. Indran? Yep. Five consecutive? Yep. yep. He was the first one to do that. And then uh, let's hear the, like, who was it? Uh, Eno, he won five, but not consecutive. Yes. Yeah. Eno, Merckx, um, Anquetil. Um, who am I missing? Other than the Lance. one that doesn't count. Lance yeah. had seven. Well, asterisk. Okay, then show me who was clean. I, I'm not <laughs> saying that. We're not getting into that discussion he, again. He who was caught. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he's got a podcast. Have you listened to it? He does. I um, guess it's pretty good. I yeah, I, I, you know, I don't like to tout other people's podcasts, but Lance has got one called right. The Forward, I guess. Yeah, it's which, you know, I guess he's moving forward. I've heard I mean, up. he's had like Malcolm Gladwell on it and stuff, which Malcolm has yeah. yet to make our podcast. Yeah, and I I would love to know who Malcolm Gladwell is. You've never read Outliers? I don't even know what that is. It's actually a really cool book. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool book. It it basically shows how like there's there's a good part and it's a good this actually kind of part of our show in a lot of ways <laughs> is uh like sports and stuff so they they figured out that basically numbers a lot of times will have to do with sports so they took uh pro soccer players for instance okay. and they they looked at well the birthdays of pro soccer players majority of them are like 75 percent born in january and february and the what? reason well it's just the way it worked out and same with hockey players too because well, that's because they were born in Canada, correct? And the world, the 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 Canadian Hockey League was precisely the one that that kind of solidified this thing. It is because you know, like the it's the same league that uh, the Chiefs play in, right? And the majority of the people playing hockey, because hockey is more regimented than soccer, the people playing hockey were generally born in January and February, and then that the, that's when they would enter it. Now, the ones born in January and February, six months meant a great deal towards coaching and who would excel and who would get the confidence and who would get the coaching in the in the future so they actually right. figured it out by numbers that if you started earlier you could actually create a much better op a much better odds of of succeeding and it wasn't just that it's that leeway between your birthday and what age group you're in correct okay and i think it makes a lot of sense uh, yeah that makes a lot more sense if you were a 14 15 cyclist you know and your birthday was here but your state championship was in june yeah that's a big deal i mean that is a big deal. six to eight months on a 14 year old could be oh it's insane it's insane, especially and especially I would say also for girls. Um, oh, it would yeah. be a big deal for them too. You know, like so you would, wow. you look at just how much your body changes, and and then let's say you've got a coach involved, then your body's changing. You're the star athlete. You're the one at the top. You're getting the starting. You're getting job. the starting job. You're getting the playing college time. scouts. And there's no way to play catch up. I was going to call you out on complete bullshit, but now I'm thinking about it, and I'm going, wow. And that's why I love Malcolm Gladwell. I think I'd he, never heard of him until this moment. Yeah, he's he's fantastic. Read the book; it's fantastic. Really? Yeah. It's you really probably good. don't know the name of the book, do you? Outliers. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. You, you said that earlier. Yeah. Okay. No, it's fa- it's fantastic. It's and wow, it's not very new. It's like ten years old, but it's a it's a very good book, and he's written other things too. So, what months are cyclists supposed to be born in? Do you remember? No, I probably don't. don't. I well, I think. I'd have to look at. <laughs> we could. It wouldn't be too hard. Yeah. Is it? Is there still a USCF? 
USA Cycling. Yeah. Yeah. So the the okay. So that's what I was saying. <laughs> USCF doesn't even matter. But I would say it would depend <laughs> on when your age category changes on USA Cycling. Yeah. Okay. That's January first. So that's what I'm saying. So I would guess February first or or yeah. January thirty first. So you'd be have the, best the whole time. or January second. Yeah. January you'd have 2nd. the whole year. Correct. In which to advance. Correct. That would be the best time because gotcha. the older you are, odds actually, are the more. Actually, I, I'm probably. I think I'm wrong because I think it's your birth date on that year. Yeah. I mean, we would just be looking at categories anyway. So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I, I would always go back to USCF licenses. Sorry to. Our I, I can't believe you're saying USCF. That's you're uh, dating yourself, man. On purpose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> on purpose. I, I even have a license. I think I even have a USA cycling license. You do? From when we raced, yeah. Oh, like USA you cycling. haven't renewed it. No, I haven't. It. But I, I think I think I mean it, that was the license I got. I yeah. I couldn't remember where we I had were. mine up until last year and yeah. I, I didn't get one last year. Yeah. Just because the events I was gonna do weren't mm-hmm. I didn't require a USA cycling license, so I was like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's just it. Okay, i re- I could renew, I yeah. suppose. And and it's yeah, chase the ever elusive yeah, I'm category still a, four. Well, I'm still a cat two on mm. multiple levels, including and people who know me are going to laugh at this, including cyclocross. I'm a cat two. That'll be fun for you. Which is a joke, because I I the last cross race I did, it was a joke. It was how many times can you lap Pat Bulger so you can slap him in the ass when you come by him? That yeah. became that thanks to Mark Kenoki, mm-hmm. um, that became the running joke. Slap Pat in the ass when you come by him. Yeah, I'm I'm their little lackey bitch. That'll so, yeah. happen. Yeah. So speaking of which, yeah, I just got an idea. Light came on upstairs. Mm-hmm. Um, should we do it? Should we talk about 2017? Sure. Uh, unrealistic goals that in no way can be achieved. Oh, okay. I mean, I, th- we, we do this. In fact, I think we've been fortunate enough to actually record a show usually right around this time. Uh-huh. Um, I'd have to go back into the archives, you know, look at my USC. No kidding, yeah. Archives. Um, but in terms of what we claim we're going to do every year, I think a couple of years ago, for example, I said I was going to hit 20 start lines. Yeah. Um, last year, I said I was going to do 30 podcasts, and I, I'm I'm not at 30. I think I'm at like 26, 25, 26. Such a failure. I know. I fucked up. But Does um, your dad ever call you and just talk about how disappointed he is? Well, you know, it's funny you should mention that because I'm going to mention my father here in a few minutes. Um, and before we even get to going to uh, uh, goals about what we're going to do, I have come to three conclusions. Hmm. Number one, I desperately need something to train for. Mm-hmm. I can't. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. I'm not just. I'm not training for for lack of being overweight anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's that point where it's just like fuck. I don't care, man. Yeah. Um, although I should, because this is the time in which you should take care of yourself, I guess. Because uh, number- it's so much easier in June. Oh, fuck it's yeah. so much easier yeah. then or just to ride with slightly lower expectations yeah that's true and my second thing i've come to the conclusion is i am no longer interested in and i'm, I'm gonna i don't want this to sound as bad as it's gonna say i'm no longer interested in the local road racing scene um well i mean you'd be interested if you could help it but you're not interested in racing it in competing, competing, yeah. yeah. Oh no, not at all. You know, I, I'll watch. I will go out there. I'll, you know, I'll, I'll call races. I'll do sure. that kind of stuff. But I'm no longer in being a competitor in the local road racing scene, just because the same venues, same people, um, mm-hmm. same arguments year after year. Mm-hmm. And um, the third thing I've come to the conclusion is that I need new events in which to challenge, in which mm-hmm. to try and do stuff. Yes, that's my dog in the background chewing on his, on his rubber toy. <laughs> 
That's awesome. That'll probably come through in these new mics. Yeah, it does. It totally. Does I it? can hear it, and and I couldn't tell the. I couldn't. It's. I couldn't tell. The Your direction. headphones are more cance- noise canceling than mine, so if you can hear it, it's coming through. Your podcast listeners are, are are hearing my dog Bender on his chew toy. Yeah, and it sounds like it's coming from upstairs, but I know it's coming from the living room. No, it's upstairs. Oh, is it? Yep. Oh, hmm. that's so, impressive. Back to topic. <laughs> I um I with this in mind I'm trying to battle with ideas in which to do and goals in which to try and keep me going. Okay. Uh, Leadville was a huge one. Leadville helped me tremendously because this time of year that that lottery came through. Oh shit. Tough race too. Yeah. How was the climbing on that though? How I mean, how was that course and everything else? I mean, that's that's well, a brutal race. Not uh, technically, it wasn't the hardest thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. I will not. I, I there's no way. I mean, people would agree with me. A lot of the major climbs are, um, in fact, some of them were gravel roads to mm-hmm. a certain extent. Um, you know, power line. Once I got to it, everybody was walking anyway. You're off the bike and you're walking a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. As, yeah. I had John Stampstead on the show, who's a legend and that kind of stuff, and he said, "You will walk. Be prepared. You will walk your bike." Just because it's that steep. It's that steep. And you're that tired. somebody in front of you dabs, and you've got a whole line of people, mm-hmm. and it's single track, and so it's like you're fucked. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm, I'm finding that I need something like that to train for. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do? Are you going to do anything? Yeah, I'm doing just... the Ironman half. I'm oh, doing that one fuck. In oh, June you again. T- we talked about yeah, that. Yeah, I did that last year. I'm doing it again. Love that race. I didn't see you do it. Yeah, I didn't. Oh, shit. Didn't do it well, but well, I did Well, you did it, though. Oh, I remember you were talking yeah. about Eric, riding yeah. with Eric. Yeah, Yeah. well, I, I wasn't riding with Eric. Um, I Running, was, or you I saw ran him into in the him. run. Yeah, I ran into him on the way back, and it was fun. I mean, yeah. it was awesome to see Eric out on the course, and um, just yeah, it's just such a cool race. Yeah. And and talk about low-key and just super fun. No, yeah, I, yeah, I'm definitely doing that's that That's the again. one. Yeah, that's the one. That's the biggie, you know. So, got to start booking hotel rooms and stuff like that for Any, my wife. Uh, Oh, yeah, (laughs) because it is a 30-minute drive. Well, I mean, just so you can make it fun for her. Oh, exactly. Oh, God damn, I keep hitting the mic really hard. Um, Exactly. You've got to be able to, you know, and... and Make it a family Take the family out there. Yeah, it's got to be a family. I'm trying to make it into a family affair. They'll be willing to go out there with you, get up, cheer you on if they can sit by the pool for the rest of the day. Yeah, they can sit by the pool. Well, that's cool. And and that's in June. That's in June. So you got to... we're going be underway. Now. Yeah, we're going now. Okay. So, and yeah, and I've got the new road bike coming. I'm. Uh, I found a use for my old road bike. And are you going to time trial triathlon that bike that Madone out? No, it's no. going to be a road. Well, I've stick. already got. I I bought a or or bet or do last okay. year and put di two on that. So. Oh fuck. Yeah. So it's. You've I've, got quite the arsenal. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm ready for the coffee shop. I'm yeah. ready to do my ten miles and and <laughs> rack it. Um, <laughs> So yeah, I will admit I am a fan of the DI2. I am a I've never fan tried of I don't electronic try it. shifting. It is the taste of human flesh. Yeah. <laughs> it is the taste of human flesh. You I don't want to try it. No, that's the problem. I don't want to try it. It's so perfect. It's the shifting. Yeah. You know, if you've ever not wanted to hear tick 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 when you yeah. shift or or you know, adjust something. Or, I can't do it. Don't do it then. Absolutely don't. No, I, I just can't do it because there are so many other ways I'd want to spend my cycling money. And I know if I did that, I would be in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, it's spendy stuff. The fact that the front derailleur, you know, self-adjusts itself. Yeah, it's so sexy. Oh, God. And actually, it's not that hard of stuff to work on either. I mean, like I had to, it's not terrible. I mean, you know, I had to redo the front derailleur on my bike just to get everything dialed in and 
no problems even for the race all right you ready for my my list i mm-hmm. actually put this out on on the facebook page the other day uh-huh um, okay. asking people for things that they would be a cool idea to train for here's my list started with strangely enough my dad i told you that i was going to talk about my dad my dad said, and this is not a competition, but he said I should try to get over to Europe and ride the big stretches of road before I'm too old. This is my 70-plus-year-old dad who's saying, I didn't get to do it. I screwed up. Uh, ride Lao d'Huez, ride the Col de Madelon, ride the cobbles in, in Paris-Roubaix, ride through the forest of Arnberg, things like that. Um, get over there and try to do as many of those stretches while you can. And now, why that, not do it during the tour? Well, because I know, it'd be chaos. I wouldn't do it. I'd want to go up there when there's nobody there. It's not that bad because you could follow the tour and ride the ride the routes. I know, but that costs twice as much. Does it at if, least? How does it cost twice as much? You fly over. You get a you get a motorhome. Um, <laughs> go ride the go ride the routes. That's what people have done. I mean, Ronnie Crenshaw did that. I was really yeah. Maybe I'll have to talk to him. Talk to Ronnie about that. They did it. They totally did it. And then they went and ran with the bulls. I mean, they... Really? Yeah. I was thinking of just getting over there during some off time of the year mm-hmm. and and booking uh, little kind of houses by owner things and being able to have a central point to drive out from and try to get to some of these areas and ride them. See, I think the better option is find someone who knows their way around, rent a motorhome, yeah. three guys, four guys, and go ride them. That's. I mean, it looked like it worked See, really well, and they rode all. They rode everything, and it wasn't madhouse because once the tour goes through, or if the tour is coming through in two days, nobody's there. It's a road. Yeah. You know, so you could ride. They rode Lapduez. They rode everything. Really? Oh yeah, they rode it all, and all right. no problems. Okay, listeners, if anybody's done that, I want to hear. Yeah. That's that's one option, and then uh, my my good friend Ted sent me some other events my way. Tell me what you think of these. Oh boy. Um, first one is the Crusher in the Tushar, Tushar, or how you pronounce it. It's it's a mountain range, the Tushars in um, Utah. Okay. Saturday, July eighth. It is a super high elevation, kind of kind of like Leadville to a certain degree, but it's more gravel roads, dirt roads, things like that, and um, super high elevation. Some people do it on. Uh, cyclocross bikes. Some people do it on a mountain bike. And I think that one of the main guys behind it said, no matter what, at any given point in the time, you will realize you're on the wrong bike. But uh, but it sounds like a, just a brutal day. July 8th, is ooh, that's tough for me in that time of year. What's the uh, what's the distance? I think it's around or over the 100-mile mark. And what's the elevation? You know? uh, up around 12,000. Uh, between ten and 12,000. Well, that's, that's a long day. That's what Leadville was. Um, second option, the 2017 duathlon nationals are in bend this year Uh huh. and in June 17th to 18th, that's going to be right about the time you're training. It sounds horrible. But I was like, duathlon, I don't have to swim. It's so hard. But I still have to run. That second run is so hard. There's a draft legal event. It's like 5k, 20k, 5k draft legal. Think of the chaos of a draft league. Uh, what is it? If you survive, you win. I think it would be freaking hilarious. So there's that. That's you'd the just second. Be, you'd be in there five from the front, and some guy'd go down into. No his, way! I'd his be there bars. five from the front. I'd be like there five some, dragging your ass in the back. Some you know? guy would just go down into his arrow bars and overlap a wheel, mm. and there's the end of your day. I right gotta there, know buddy. what the arrow bar situation's like because I, I'm gonna say this, and I, you know, you know, we both know a lot of triathletes. They're not super high on the bike handling food chain. No, 
And and I could just imagine a duathlon group like that. With draft legal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, or just do the day before where it's non-draft legal and then stay around and watch the draft legal. I just want to find a good corner. <laughs> just, oh, God, the humanity. Teeth, hair, and carbon fiber all over the place just flying. <laughs> Although not much hair. People crying over a busted wheel. Yeah. It would just be amazing. Oh, yeah, exactly. No, yeah, that's, uh, that's certainly an option. So uh, that... But that- just the how fast those guys run. I mean, if you run a seven-minute mile, you are dragging ass. Oh yeah, I wasn't planning on running. I mean, I, I when I did, what did I do? Oh god, that's that's those Hood guys. Hood to coast. Yeah, that's those guys on like a, a like a pneumonia. Easy day. Like a pneumonia. Yeah. Easy day. I did Hood to coast, and I averaged about six thirties. But solid. that was, I mean, that's solid. That was probably ten years ago too. <laughs> So that's the second the suggestion. The third one was um, the Rut. It's a mountain mountain running series. Yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah. Um, I guess in Big Sky, Montana, in September. Hmm. Probably brutal climbing. I'm not a runner, though. Is yeah. Problem? It's yeah, yeah. So, and there are also a lot of listeners. Thank you guys who recommended all the Grand Fondos. I'm. I just. I don't know if I'm ready for that phase yet. The Court of Fondos, you know, they're good friends of ours. And, you know, I want to, I'm going to help promote that event this year. So, mm-hmm. um, but uh, um, I don't know if I'm, I'm in the Grand Fondo mentality yet. What, yeah, what is the mentality that you're thinking? Like, you just kind of go out for the day and no, eat I, some food and then race a stretch? No, no. That's, oh, that's Grand Fondo, right? Yeah, yeah that's yeah, Grand yeah. Fondo. Is oh, that, I thought you were asking what I was into. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Is that the, that's the thing no. where, like, I'm going to go out, I'm going to ride 60 miles, or I'm going to ride 50 miles. Race a stretch, then cruise at home. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I would honestly, if I was into Grand Fondos, I would, you know, I, I'm thinking of the Coeur d'Alene one in, in particular, how it's an absolutely gorgeous route. If I was not from this area, that's what would attract me to a Grand Fondo. Well, the, the distances are kind of cool, too, because if you go the 30-mile route, across the board. you yeah. come back on the Mishinoc, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you do the 60-mile ride, you come back on the mission off, yeah. you come back on these beautiful boats. Yeah, beer cruise. The, yeah, it's basically ride 60 miles, booze cruise. Yeah. And you ride 100 miles, you kind of get screwed. <laughs> did all this distance, and where's my beer? Where's, there where's is beer afterwards boat? and stuff like that, though. Yeah, they yeah. do have, oh, they treat you well. Yeah. So those that that's where those, I'm not going to do Leadville again. Um, that one was beautiful, but I, I won and done with that one. Um, and there's also an official off-road route now across the state of Washington that is predominantly dirt. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Which sounds really interesting, but it would be non-supportive. It wouldn't be event, an event or say. 
So I'm trying to figure out what to do there. Does did you get any um, estimated ride times? Oh, I'm sure for the cross the mount cross state one. Yeah, I would assume a couple days, probably at least four. I would yeah, guess. I, I would assume at least probably. Yeah, you're probably right. Three to four days, just because you don't know what the pass is going to be like. Yeah, but, or if you go over a pass, you have to in some way. Well, I mean, you have to get through two mountains. You're yeah, not, you're not going to summit. No. Um, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> but yeah, just depending on where you go through. I yeah. mean, and there's some. Th- those are big hills. Yeah. So this is my list okay. of things in which to do. I haven't picked one. Mm-hmm. So quarter lane half. For you. For you. No. Why not? Because I'm not a triathlete. Nor am I. Well, you have experience. Yeah. I don't swim. I mean, I swim, but that's like side stroke to the, to the raft. Just toss on the grape smuggler, man, and jump hey, in. Hey, you were there. That la- were you there at that trial? I wasn't I there. I heard oh, all about it, though. Yeah, I heard yeah. about the grape smuggler. I was famous for my grape smuggler, man. Yeah. It was a Pearl Azumi. It was nice and small, and it had a chamois pad in it. Jumped on the saddle. looked like my water broke. That's awesome. It was so bad. Yeah. yeah. And they put me in the fast heat for the, in the pool. Yeah. Why? That, so that people could make fun of you in the pool, and then you could catch them on well, the bike. I told you. My wife, I, I think I might have told the story on this yeah. show. My wife was lap counting and a little kid, because the kids were next. Yeah. He said, when is he going to be done? We want to swim. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's that's Because that was the last one in the fucking water. I remember the first time I did a I did an <laughs> indoor try or something like that, and I remember it was down at Snake River, and I, I must have done a 400 and I, I'm guessing over eight minutes. Oh, I God. mean, it was... What was it? I mean, so it's eight laps. Yeah, it was like 8.40, I think I did. So, you know, you're doing a little better than a, a minute per minute lap. minute per lap? Yeah. I, yeah, that was... Now, a lap is there and back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, that's how little I know about this yeah. shit. I'm not a swimmer, man, so I'm not me doing neither, quarter lane half. But you don't put me on quarter lane half. But it's fun. It's we did a have cool a bet. Race. You, do you remember we did have a bet that we never came through on? What was our bet? We were going to do a beer mile. We still... We could still do it. Whoever finished the beer mile fast enough... Yeah, I think my I know mine was I was going to race a triathlon if I lost the beer mile. I can't remember what yours was. Yeah, I can't. I can't imagine winning the beer mile at this point. So no, neither can I. Well, I actually, I've been training over been over running, Christmas. So, so I've, I've been running. You know, when I train the most, this is sad. On my vacation, because <laughs> I was, I, I actually went to the Ritz Carlton in uh, the the Virgin Islands and Jesus. I do well at resorts. Yeah. So I went and trained. <laughs> I worked out every day. You know. Holy uh, shit. I mean, you know. Yes, Buffy. Yeah. Get me a get me a drink. Be sure. Double the umbrellas if you want. <laughs> you know. So I'll fuck. go run on a treadmill. Okay. Yeah. Really? That's what I did. I don't But boy is it hot there. You want to talk when about was sweating? This? I it was three weeks ago, four weeks ago. Oh fuck. Yeah. Went down to the we, we did uh we did Orlando five days in Orlando five parks wow yeah i'm cured and uh then uh <laughs> and then we flew over to st thomas for those of you at home nice. for those of you at home doing the math uh that is that is this trip and uh don't forget there's a trek madone with really light paint uh mixed, built up with di2 uh, uh a, a full triathlon aero bike with di2 um, if for those of you just keeping score i was just helping the, the average listener out there understand that that Things are going pretty well in the Hodgson household. <laughs> and might I add, there is a GoFundMe page. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Help Mark get his, you know, gold-plated seat posts. Get Mark out of debt.com. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, oh, no, shit. it's... The, well, the Madone was bought used. Yeah, and the no, DI2, I'm just I, busting your balls. I found a, I found a good deal on it. Um, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, no, that... Yeah, but no, yeah, life is good. The, the vacation, though, was... Yeah, that was not cheap. But yeah. it was... I take, you know, two vacations a year and... That my wife definitely likes to go on big vacations. So. Okay, but that was fun. I'd never done that before. Oh, uh, so. you ready for? Uh, I, so I don't know what to choose. So anyway, that go was my it. point. All that whole thing. All right. Um, before I get to our our, our second short topic, um, I, I do have to say something funny that you and the man we always have to drink would find funny. Uh huh. You you know the team he rides for. Sure. Um, you know that they take they have a smaller kind of a farm team. The factory team. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, yeah. Uh, yeah. I guess who got in? You? <laughs> You're on the factory team? <laughs> no, I'm probably not going to do it. Why don't you? That's Be- awesome. Because I'm not that type necessarily. It's great stuff, though. Yeah, but I don't know. I think there's somebody who could probably do a better job on that team. Well, it's not such a bad deal considering the fact that you do a podcast and everything else. A lot of times it's yeah. what you can contribute to the Timex. It's, why not? Oh, you just said the team name. Sorry. I wasn't gonna say it. Sorry, because I didn't want to. Yeah, well, you know. Sorry about that. Good group. Um, uh, I, I, great group. Yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Great group. But I've actually always, from everything I've heard, I've heard nothing bad about that group. Yeah. So I just, you know, and I don't have anything bad ill against them at all. I think it's an awesome deal. I kind of applied, just like, okay, this will be funny. And then when I got the letter, it's like, oh shit, they, oh god. Yeah, the yeah the applications I saw Ro- uh, yeah. Roger put them out today. So did he? Yeah, they're on Facebook today. Really? So yeah, I don't know, but yeah, it's still great stuff. And I think of uh, people who've like I would say I've got till the twentieth to decide. I'd say given our background, we're more endurance sports athletes yeah. now than cyclists anyway. So yeah. You know, in cyclism, cycling, cyclism, yeah, isms. Um, I, cycling is obviously the first love, but I mean, you know, as you get older, why would you do it? Why would you continue yeah. to race into the age of fifty unless you were really passionate about it and you loved it? Yeah, and I don't think I have that desire right now. I do. I just I got to the point where it's I okay, we're going to do this event every year at the same place. Mm-hmm. Um and then we have the weekly series which are the same courses at the mm-hmm. same places against the same people and I say that a lot. But um and I'm not bashing anybody who does keep going with that. But I don't see a whole lot of people who were around in 1984 Mm-mm. still doing the same weekly races. And um, I guess that's it. You know, a lot of the people I see who are really passionate about it, yeah, sure, they might be in their 50s. Yeah. Um, and that's cool. But they started when they Correct. were in their late 30s, early 40s. And so, that, I mean, I think there's that window um, where you start to get to the point where you're like, well, okay, I need something different. I need to mix it up. And that's what this list is. That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying. I love the bike. I still fucking love my bike. Oh, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful sport. And that's yeah. where I say, Cycling is great, but you know there is a point I think in every cyclist's life where you go, ah, pro contract not coming this year. Yeah, I missed damn. I checked the mail. Yeah, um, nothing. And uh, so yeah. you, you move on to something else where you could take what you learned in cycling and apply it to something else. Yeah. And I think maybe that's the beauty of the sport. But you got to suffer for a while too, and you've got to sit there and and go through the the long cold rides and yeah. everything else. And 
it, it does give you a leg up in, in just being able to, you know, pick some things up, yeah. I think. I mean, you know, I can't imagine trying to be a triathlete without a cycling background. Really? Well, can you imagine just going, oh, I'm no. going to do a 100-mile ride. That's the bulk of the day. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to go out and do a 100-mile ride to train? Are you crazy? Yeah. You know, could you imagine? That's nuts. That's true. That's so, true. I mean, it's such a leg up just mentally to go, well, I know I can get through the ride and then... Uh, running's next to walking, so I'll just keep, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I do that every day. Yeah, I do yeah, that. At least so, for a little bit, so yeah. So, yeah, I can figure that out, you know, and, and so the swim becomes your, your nemesis. Yeah. Which, boy, it's a big one. Fuck. It is a big one. That's why I'm not doing it. Well, that's not just it. It's, you know. But anyway, so that's my list, and I don't know what to do. So. No, the quarter lane half. I'm going to stew on it. I'm not doing the quarter lane half. not doing the quarter lane half. Um, and it's funny you should mention the word suffer because I have another short topic. I don't know. You, were you going to rant today? I don't have a rant. I can rant. So, okay, yeah, you can, can rant. rant. My second short topic was, um, and I guess it's this whole about face. And I already talked. I also talked to some people recently um, through Facebook and things like that. Um, I don't know if it's just me, and you can help me out on this, or if it's the world around us lately. Um, I was heavily involved in the Sufferfest for years, and mm-hmm. you know that. Yeah. Um, still good friends with David. Uh-huh. Um, still believe in what they do. I still own a lot of the videos. I mean, I was almost involved with Sufferfest from the beginning. Um, not to, t- I'm not filling my own ego with something, but um, I've noticed something in some of the groups, and even even in Zwift, in some areas, I'm, I f- follow some of the groups in Zwift. Um, and hell, even of the non-cycling groups I'm, I'm involved with, as the popularity grows, I've noticed a change in the dem- demographics of the, of the members. And it, here's something. I'm seeing s- certain things. I'm seeing a shitload of stupid questions. Um, repeated stupid questions. And I, I know there's no such thing as a stupid question, but you know when somebody goes on to Zwift and says, hey, should I get this trainer or this trainer? Go. And it's like, fuck, just get one and go. Yeah. Or um, I'm seeing insane amounts of, of vanity, selfies, pictures of their bikes on top of Lamborghinis, um, you know, guys with their shirts off, uh, shit like that. Um, they're, they're man caves that are just freaking insane, you know, like, $300,000 worth of equipment or something like that. I'm seeing a lot of that. And I'm seeing a lot of loss of the old guard. I was talking with some of my, um, and I can be blunt about this, some of my Sufferfest friends from back in the day, how they've they've become a little disenchanted with it. And a lot of them are, they still believe in the product, but they're not involved in the social element of the activity anymore because of the behavior of some of the other people in the groups. Are you... Do you get any of this? I mean, am I making the sense? Flavor, the flavor from the Sufferfest, because let's be honest, there is no better workout that I know of that is more pure suffering than yeah. Revolver. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah. I think anybody who's been on Sufferfest, Revolver is a minute on, minute off workout that literally crushes oh you. Yeah. And I'm not even going to tell you about the ending. Yeah. And so it, it does make you cry a little. And yeah. if you do it right, it'll make you cry a little. And that's kind of what I always got out of the Sufferfest was it was such an amazing workout. Now, when you're to contrast that with yoga for Sufferfests. Which just came out. Yeah. Um, not to bash is, on what Dave's doing over there, but. Well, no, it's not to bash on people who, who hate yoga or who love yoga. Yeah. In fact, it's something I should do. I should, too. Yeah. There's nothing wrong Fuck. with that. And it's like. You're giving us something, but you're looking at an expansion of the demographic to where 
he might be doing what's effective for the large base of his audience, as opposed to when we got to the core, the the beginning of it. Okay. It was all about like, hey, these videos are gonna they're gonna test you, and they're good, you know. And now. He's got to branch out. I mean, what's he going to yeah. do? He's got to grow or die. I mean, yeah, you know, and, and he's got a great product and there's always great music and everything else. But yes, when you when you look at that and you begin incorporating yoga to and the yeah. Sufferfest, it is a different game. It's not wrong. It's just different. And it's not just them, though. It's like I'm saying, I mean, I'll be on the Zwift group looking at some of that stuff or, or see some of the chatter that's happening. And I'm going, am I turning into this cynical old prick who's just tired? Of, 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 who's going, really? Are you that shallow that you need to post pictures of yourselves and ask for, you know, it'll be a completely random question. But it'll have, like, for example, a guy just yesterday in the Zwift group posted um he was looking for what trainer to buy and he took pictures of these of his two bikes that are just insanely expensive bikes it's like why did you post those pictures hmm. you know a guy in a nothing but his bib shorts holding the camera up at the perfect angle and taking a beautiful shot of himself it's like why are you fucking doing that are you that shallow that you honestly can't live your life without somebody saying wow you're hot well i mean or you own expensive shit i think the first the first question you asked was are you you know, becoming that kind of an old prick. And the short answer is, of course, yes. Okay, okay. And so, <laughs> just, so we got that out of the way. So we got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but yeah, but isn't that our culture too? And and you're looking at, I mean, you look at, you know, me buying a Madone or anything else and you yeah. buy the nice bikes. Who can afford these things but people who work in certain jobs or certain demographics who have the access to, to certain things. And yeah. so, yeah, the answer is yeah, but you still want them there. I think that's what we've said on this show for so long is you want the you want the sport to take a step back towards more common people. The yeah. problem is it won't. It can't because they they've marketed everything and created everything at such a high end as far as merchandise. It can't any more than triathlon could. And that's why it yeah. always blew me away of, you know, sometimes when people are like, "Oh, yeah, we need to you know, we really need to, you know, make triathlon accessible to, you know, middle class people. Well, there's no way right now. There is no way. Yeah. Entry fees the, alone. Yeah. Entry fees alone. What 25-year-old kid could do an Ironman? I mean, what is it? I mean, what is it cost for an Ironman? Seven, eight hundred bucks just for the entry fee? God. You that's know? insane. Well, yeah. you, you're going to drop seven hundred bucks when you're 25? And that's before, that's before the gear... Yeah, the training, the 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 nutrition things, which I have finally brought my head out of the 1980s about. You know, it's not crunchy granola bars and bananas anymore. You which know? were delicious. They by were the way. by that way, yeah. But no, I've, no shit. I, after talking with you last year, I found out that there's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. But that cost me a good amount of money. Uh huh. I mean, you're buying a tub of, of powder of some shit for seventy five hundred bucks, and it's good though. But so you know, but so good that stuff. It is. That, so it was that. It was that. I Carbo say, yeah, Carbo, Carbo Rocket or something. No, no Carbo Max. Carbo, Carbo Max. Max? Yeah, yeah. Carbo Max. Yeah, you sent me the name, and I just went like, "Fuck, I'll buy it." And I bought it, and it. I mean, when you're doing, oh you God, can't I'm ride with subjects, anybody else. But when you're you talking, when else. you're talking a couple hundred calories per bottle, yeah. I drank most of my calories on those races. Yeah. Oh yeah, but it helped, and that I I did that, and I did gels. Not gels, uh, the blocks, the yeah. the cube, the jelly blocks. That 
got me through 12 hours. Yeah. And you don't need yeah. anything else yeah. and you can, you can adjust it. But yeah, when but you here look we're at, talking about the expense involved and, and so, so basically what yeah, you're saying six is bucks for the blocks. Yeah. What you're saying is, so the, the more wealthy, the person, the more vain and stupid questions we're going to get from the more wealthy, the person probably because you're looking at people who didn't have this to begin with. And so, you know, they're, they're not cyclists who grew up duct taping their bikes, throwing it on the top of a car and hoping to hitch a ride with their buddies to the next race. That, that isn't yeah. what they, that is not their reality. Their reality is, is they work, they make good money. So they buy nice stuff and their worlds are generally about them. And when they train, it's generally about them and their families need to support them because everything is about them. And that, that's probably the darkest side that I've found is that, we do these sports and we do this endurance and stuff, but you really, that's the biggest trap, isn't it? Because you could make it all about you. You could make it all about you and your goals at 47. Yeah. You know, and, and God, I'm going to, I'm going to do Leadville faster this year. Yeah. Jackson who? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, exactly. And I think he's just a kid. He'll get over it. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the trap because when I was 16, 17, 18, and you were riding your bike and you're doing everything. Did yeah. you care about what your parents wanted for their birthday? Did you care? You know, was there anything else? It was all about you. So are we talking inherent narcissism? Yes. With the sport. Yes. And so when people fall into that, are we that surprised? We can't. I mean, I could I could agree and say the higher up the ladder of success, the higher the degree of narcissism. I mean, let's talk about it. Let's be honest. Mr. Forward himself, Lance Armstrong, is a textbook narcissist. I mean, yeah. to, almost to the degree of our president-elect uh, narcissist. Possibly the problem... Lance is going to sue me for this, probably. Uh, well, shows, yeah, you know, but I, I mean, you could you could look at his... you Without a diagnosis, you're probably off. But you could look at his, his goal-oriented you know, behavior and say, there's nothing but narcissism there. But you I could, could also, also look, I could also look at the way he wrote his own rules, which is a textbook trait of a narcissist. That's, that's certainly, that's, it's not cheating. I'm doing it. It Okay. If I'm going to cheat, I'm going to do it my way. I'm going to do it better than everybody else because the, I can do that. The only problem you have with that though, is not necessarily how he behaved in the sport, which was atrocious. I'm yeah. not going to defend that. However, yeah, the millions that he, he went and raised yeah. and continues to raise. And, and stole from other people. To to. Here we go. We're back. Stole to money topic. from other people? Well, no. I mean, destroying lives from other people. But, okay, but why But why also there's some sort of altruistic narcissism? Maybe it made him feel good. I don't yeah. know. I mean, but well, without that, knowing him, it's very difficult to say. But I do say that that is probably the one branch that goes off in, in, in the really weird direction. Yeah. You know, you would expect Lance Armstrong to be, like, Zoolander would be the caricature. And so... <laughs> I'd give Lance a little bit more intelligence than Derek Certainly. Zoolander, though. Yeah, but, but, yeah. but you would expect that. But instead, what you have is you have a person that actually has friends, uh, many celebrity friends, many celebrity friends stuck by him, and still go on his show, and everybody else who can actually bring on intelligent people to his co podcast and engage them, and that's not necessarily the hallmark of a narcissist. So, yes, um, is he an asshole? Likely, likely. That was a big sigh. Because <laughs> I don't. I, yeah. Okay. I mean, that's why I'm saying when we diagnose these people. But yeah. but but when you look at the sport itself, yes, it's inherently narcissistic. And so, I'm I'm gonna we're basically gonna be stuck in the situation. Where we're gonna be dealing with this, and it it, it isn't gonna get any better. It's gonna probably get worse. Much worse. Fuck. 
I would guess so because don't you think because I we think... get it at events we announce. I mean, we get people who come up with who are con- just absolute. Are you kidding me? Are you you know you're honestly having this angry discussion with me because there was only Hammer Nutrition at the the aid station instead of fucking whatever brand you want, and it's a sprint. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> or they were pissed at you for starting a race a little bit late because you were trying to get everything dialed in and organized because you threw off their nutrition plan. Yeah, a in a sprint. Old, Wasn't that a sprint? A, 50, a fifty-year-old woman who uh, didn't like the who said her nutrition was blown when she was going to do an hour and a half sprint triathlon or yeah. two hours. It was going to take her two hours to do a sprint. So what you're saying is, uh, it, we're stuck with this. Not really, but I think we need to at least recognize what the sport is. I mean, there is an ugly side to it. I mean, we like to think that we're all making ourselves healthy. There's an inherently unhealthy mental side to this. It's also the thin-skinned nature of the people who are being the most biggest biggest assholes. If I go online and I call somebody out for saying a stupid question, or if somebody says, hey, what do I do if my power numbers aren't hitting the right numbers? I say, ride harder, and they get pissed at me like, I had just, you know, swearing online at me because I I said something snarky to them. I mean, is this going to be a part of this? I mean, are we dealing with a with a, a sport full of elitist, thin-skinned morons? <laughs> Wasn't that always did the I case? Just, did I just insult everybody who's going to come to an event we announce, but, but potentially listen to this podcast or anything like that? Oh, well, I guess so. But I think we need to at least be honest about who we are. I mean... It's kind of like going, well, Greyhounds, super fun to watch them run. But, yeah, they're quirky dogs. They're <laughs> quirky as shit, man. I mean, that's what bike racers are. And if you're a bike racer and you're a real bike racer, you know that you're quirky as shit. But, you know, I've talked to a lot of people in this sport who are not like that. Well, no. And the ones we like aren't. But, I mean, it breeds it, though. I mean, by the same token, I mean, you can't say that Franck, who I think is the ultimate cyclist, yeah. you know, would lose his mind if you showed up with your sunglasses on the inside of your helmet straps. He would, but he wouldn't get. He, I mean, if 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 he were if if you were I to say something about it, I believe it's a rule. It is a rule, but it's the, the you got to understand the rules are not meant to be taken so fucking seriously. And this is why I'm getting all riled up because it's these people online who are getting mad at people at like Frank and Velomanati because they think they're serious. It's like no, these guys are smartasses. Well, they are smartasses, but they've got a point. I mean, do oh, you yeah. wear, where do you wear your sunglasses outside of the strap? There you go. Why? Because Nobody knows. I do. Because I, I always saw the pros do it, and I wanted to emulate the pros. And that's what everybody says. Why do you shave your legs? Well, to go faster and also to stop on the uh, yeah, um, when yeah. you crash. Yeah, right. Was that the reason the first time you shaved your legs? No, everybody else was doing it. Everybody else was doing it. Yeah, yeah. no, everybody else was doing it. But I, I mean, I guess that's I the... wanted Bernard Hinault's veined marble that his legs were. Instead, I got like puffy chicken legs because my skin looks really fucked up but yeah mine was just kind of like well okay now you've got smooth skinny legs so you're giving me (laughs) no solution basically is what you're saying so i'm gonna have to just it's it's their world now i have to deal with it no there's a solution to promote self-deprecation i mean i think there's a there's a solution (laughs) to there's a solution to understanding the weakness in your sport and going 
if you are sitting there and this has been our beef with the stupid podcast if you're sitting there going what is yeah. this sport going to do for me then you're in the wrong sport give something back put something on okay. go man a water station and get a different perspective rather than racing every weekend yeah you know and we're all i mean a lot of the people racing are above the age of 30 which means you should be trying to do something besides get a pro contract but we're going to be the only guys out there at a water station these fuckheads with their ten thousand dollar brand new madones that they didn't buy on ebay are going to be the guys out there racing every weekend and spending all the money and yelling at you because the concentration wasn't right or this was gatorade you know and that Mm -hmm. shit's cheap you know i don't know well i think that's fine but i i think you know if you're the idea though should be that sports grow and if it's going to be 46 year old men riding overpriced bikes then the sport's just gonna die and and that's not okay so i mean i would guess i want golf I want I, fucking golf. I think I think higher gas prices would probably <laughs> institute bike racing at an yeah. epic level. And so you've got to look at other socioeconomic factors, you know. Right now NFL is king, so you're going to see a lot of kids who oh, are going to be God. the next the next pro football player, you know, which is we know it's a joke, but they can play yeah. football at every high school. They can do all this stuff. So there's You know what? I I'm going to disagree with you. I think I think basketball's bigger than football in that realm. More kids think they're going to be a pro NBA player mm-hmm. than they are pro NFL, which is kind of sad because the rosters are so small. Well, and and most of them have no talent. They've just been on their little tiny grade school teams, and then they get to a higher level, and somebody's going to crush them. But none of them, you know, God, we're, the ju- we're jumping topics. But but then you get to that point where the kid who's focused on basketball his entire life didn't get a time or a chance to get into a sport like cycling or heaven forbid cross country running or something like that. But, and then that's it. They're done. Mm -hmm. So fuck. Well, no, but that's, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head is there seems to be a certain inherent humility in cross country running. That's not apparent in cycling. Yeah. Though the sports are somewhat similar, but they don't really have the team aspect, but I mean, I'd say the suffering is similar. And so, you know, I, th- I think that would be the goal to, to move towards would be something more towards a cross country as opposed to that. I, how do you do it? I don't know. I mean, the right coaching, yeah. the right people promoting races. That's why I kind of like Wonder Woman and the, uh, what's the other race? Uh, Valley Girl. Yeah. I like those races and I hate them at the same time because I think you could never do an all men's race, but they're all women's races and the positivity. <laughs> you couldn't. There's no, you no couldn't. way you could. And, yeah. Well, I mean, nor should you. Yeah. Nor should you. The 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 point of of the races is that women can show up in a like really a very safe atmosphere. Yeah. And it works. Yeah. It it stinking works, and so everybody shows up, and it's a good time. And I think that humility and the 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 raucous nature of like eleven fifty four, the night of Iron Man. Um, where everybody's cheering that yeah. last person on. Yeah. That is what you're looking for. That type of encouragement. Or that type of life change. You know. Or being in a chat room with somebody. Not chat room. God, did I just date myself. Or on Facebook and somebody asks the question because they genuinely want to know that answer. Um, and they've done their research. They've they've asked some people. They've you know they might not have access to a local club. You know what do I need to do to make myself uh, you know to get on Zwift mm-hmm. or something like that or or to Sufferfest. You know I need to know how to do this. It's not a f- you can tell the people who are asking genuine questions out of out of desire to learn, as opposed to the people who are asking it to show you how big their dick is. And mm-hmm. it's just it 
I don't know why. I just want to take that first group and hug them, and I want to take the second group and punch them. That was always the case, though. That I mean, nothing's changed. It just seems more prominent, I think, now because we're in this world of of where it's so much more out there. You have a keyboard and an internet connection; you can set your voice can be heard. I mean, we're talking, we're walking irony right here. Well, um, yeah, I mean, in fact, but, we're probably an obsolete medium. <laughs> wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know yeah. what the next big thing is. Yeah. You know, but I would say, you know, maybe like the Thought Podcast or something, yeah. which you just broadcast thoughts and just goes into people's brains who are like-minded. And uh, Oh, God, it's no. Out. It's coming out. All I know is Trump's going to be able to send us immediate emergency text. It's going to be huge. At 4 a.m. Huge. Um, my testicle dropped. My testicle dropped. I, I slipped on it. It was like a, it was like a slippery <laughs> banana. I just, I, my scrotum on the floor. So, oh, gross! What happened? I sat on the toilet and my so, balls got flushed. <laughs> so I don't just know. earned I that just, mature rating. You know, I had been talking to a couple. Of, yeah, you did. We we'd talk. I had been talking online to a couple of people who were in that old group and who. Uh, we remember things like the 2013 Tour of Sufferlandria, which was a fucking fun time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and we were all kind of reminiscing about what it was like then and what it's like now. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, it's the same thing. You know, fuck you, I used to listen to Green Day when they were in a tiny band hall before they were undiscovered, before they sold out. So, you know, has, has the Sufferfest sold out, man? You know, no, I bet... Are they selling? It's, yes. It's, I think, and I'm not blaming the creators of the product. I'm blaming the the narcissistic people who are using it as an avenue to do something other than what it's intended. Well, the participants are always the problem. I mean, yeah. you know, it's who's, who's choosing to participate is always going to be the problem. But So you're cursed for success. Well, yeah, but I mean, you also, you do this to make money, and Dave McCullen found a way to make money. Yeah, yeah. You know, so um, more power to him. And if that means making a Sufferfest yoga video, then I'm more power to him as far as I'm concerned. I think that's great. I do think, yeah, if you take the Sufferfest and turn it into everybody's a winner and you get a Sufferfest trophy, yeah, um, then that's probably wrong, always wrong. But I think if you're going to branch out to, to reach a broader audience and to appeal to more people on a broader scale, probably always right. Yeah. Probably. But I mean, yeah, do we like it as well? No. no I guess we miss the yeah, old days. We're always going to be the type. I mean, maybe I'm going to be always the person who likes it better the old way. Yeah, I mean, yes, God you'd damn. still ride steel. Is this you, fucking middle You'd age? ride steel if you could, too. Hey, my elephant is on the trainer in the other room. It is steel. Steel's real. I fucking dirty. love that bike. Yeah, love that steel's, bike. Steel's awesome, though. I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to rip on steel. You know what? If I could do it, and if I was going to do that European trip, mm-hmm. I would buy a steel bike and get those couplets on it so I could pack it away easier. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. Somebody's calling my wife because it goes through on my fucking iPad. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, so anyway, yeah, thank so. you, Mark, for letting me potentially try to figure out a solution to a problem that has no solution. No, there is no solution other than your curmudgeon, and realistically, you re- you need to change your ways. Well, I'm not going to. No, well, there, no. there, there go. Get no off solution. of my lawn. Yeah, get off of my fucking. Lawn. Yeah, exactly. Um, do you do you have a rant? Did you I do. did you you were so good at coming up with this shit at the last second? I do. So, I have a rant. So all right. Okay, so. This is actually going to be more of a story. So back, I, I told the story once before today, and I think it's a good story. So 
I was a younger attorney and I used to do a bunch of contract work. And so there was a particular attorney, she, she and I were friends and we still are. And uh, um, we ended up meeting up beforehand and, uh, you know, had some beers and stuff like that. And I was waiting for her partner to get there and oh, they okay. were going to uh, give me my schedule for the week. And, you know, because I was doing contract work. Then more people showed up and more people showed up and then we called some other people and other people came down and then everybody said, well, let's, uh, let's go to the strip club. <laughs> 8.30 on a Wednesday. <laughs> I, to this day, and I swear to this, I said, no. I said, I, I'm, I'm expected to work tomorrow. My clients want me to work, so I'm just going to go home besides what good could come from going to a strip club on a Wednesday. <laughs> And so Magic Mark. <laughs> I it just wouldn't go well. And so I went I went back and uh to make a long story short, I I woke up the next morning and I just had that feeling in my gut, that feeling in my gut that I'd made a good choice. That I had made an amazing choice. And I had no idea why. I was even disappointed with myself. But I'd sat there on a Wednesday and drank beer when I could have gone to work out. I could have, you know, those times. Oh, yeah. I said, you know, that was not a great choice. But I thought, you know what? For some odd reason, not going to the strip club at 8.30 on a Wednesday was a good choice. <laughs> and so I'm going into court the next day. And this other attorney comes up and goes, do you know so-and-so? And I said, yeah, well, you should probably give her a call. I said, okay. Gave her a call. As the events of the night unfolded, there had been a car wreck. People had been arrested, and guns had been pulled upon one another. Yes, and that was the lawyers. <laughs> that was the night I avoided. <laughs> that is what happened. And so when I get there, what I learned, and I guess this is my rant for this evening, was that the most insignificant choice can have the most substantial impact in your life. So for 2017, if you're going to make a small choice, make a good one. Go ahead. Always choose the right thing. Go work out that one day you don't want to go. Go ahead. Don't eat the cheesecake. Don't drink the beer that night. Whatever it takes, make the small choices. They make the greatest difference. Marginal gains. Thank you, sir. God, it was nice having you back in here. Thanks for having me, man. I'm Pat Bulger. I'm Mark Hodson. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.